call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Got many clients. Hello. Hello, world. How the fuck are you? Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your handsome host, Jody B. I'll be taking you on a journey tonight. Now, nothing too crazy. Just uh, last weekend, I had Papa Ryan stop by. And, uh, you know, we talked about some shit. There's a lot of craziness going on in the world these days. So we kind of touched on that. But um, overall, it was good, man. I I love sitting and talking with him, man, because it's just I get more comfortable the more I do this, and it's just practice, 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 so that it makes me a little less awkward when I talk to strangers. I think I do okay, but definitely it's one of those things where sometimes you feel like an asshole uh, just because maybe you're not sure what angle to come at or how to be around new people that you literally don't know anything about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, today we're just talking about life and bullshit. And, uh, I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. And we're going to jump right the fuck into it. So I'll catch your asses after the show. For sure. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me loud and clear, you son of a bitch? Yeah, I got you. Does it sound like I'm fucking your mother right now? Ah, ah, ah. Uh, no. Actually, that sounds like your mother's vagina when I'm ramming it. Oh, is that because you're packing the BBC? Yes. That's what it is. Because you're swinging the big hammer, huh? Yeah. You're like Thor off in the bedroom with my mama fucking. (laughs) It really doesn't make you a good person. I hope you know that. Uh, It makes me a fucking wonderful person. It makes you a bit of a, a masochist. It's like going around handing out If raw dogging your mother is wrong I don't want to be right If fucking your mom's wrong I don't want to be right So hey, do you hear that uh, That feedback? It's not really a feedback It's like a, a Like a static that's going on When we're not talking Yeah, yeah I do Is it really bad? Uh, it's pretty bad, yeah and, like, whenever you start talking, uh-huh. <clears throat> I miss, like, the beginning of the first word you say. Well, let's just fiddle around here and see if we can figure it out, shall we? Yeah. What if I do that? Does that make it any better? Nope. Does that change anything at all? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. See, it's weird because I feel like I have to have a certain volume. I think that's coming from your end, dog. Where are you? What are you doing right now? Uh, I don't know. Because I I know that your fucking phone is sensitive as shit. Now I can hear the static while you're talking. Now it's still there, huh? Mm-hmm. And the worst part is, is it's fucking like it almost sounds like rain. You know what I mean? Like rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. So do you think it would be different if we just did it through Skype? Like I did it too? I don't think so. I feel like it's probably about the same. Hmm. I'm fiddling with some shit here. Hold on. Alright, say something. Something. Uh, I love fucking your mother. It's <laughs> quite a something to say, you bitch. <laughs> Alright. So I appreciate you coming by, sir. It's your Po' Boys podcast. You're back. You're the recurring guest. <laughs> the unofficial sideline member. Just wait till I get you on the show. I'm going to be like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, you want some mood music, you bitch? Uh, yeah. Can you still hear that static? I can. It's not going anywhere, dog. I think it'll, it'll okay. chill out after I hit levelator. But, yeah, it just sounds like background noise. Yeah. But I'm not sure. It, um... You just sound like you're talking next to a busy street. <laughs> On the road again. All right, here we go. Throwback jams. Well, here we go again. Get up. Woo! A little something for your ear hole. Get up. Bearing the bond of my soul again. I was thinking about this song the other day. How long has it been? I was just talking about this song last night. It was the last official pushback to what would become, I have discovered, the emo movement. Mm-hmm. It was the evolution. Of I, thought about, I thought about this song when I heard Send the Pain Below yesterday from Chevelle. And I was talking to a friend on the phone who said, yeah, they're incredibly emo. And I'm like, yeah, no, they're, wait a minute. And then all the emo bands that I signed off on, the undercover emos, like Edema. Lincoln Park was emo. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Lincoln Park. uh, I mean, Latter-day Green Day, man. You know, it's pretty much so. Godfather of it, huh? <sighs> Papa Roach. I never felt that oh, about God. Papa Roach, but I stopped with infest or in incest, inf- infest. What was the one with? Insane. 
Remember? What Who? It, the Papa Ro- the first Papa Roach album, the one that had uh Oh, Last Resort. Yeah. I like that C D. Yeah. I don't think I bought another yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good C D. Hmm. You think there's a lot of people that have heard this fucking this song? You'll get to step in on the fight, the war, and you smack oh, yeah. yeah. Woo! You know what I'm talking about. So this is like another rendition of Black Hole Sun with Cornell. Basically, it's the changing of the guard with the the rock music, huh? It was yeah, yeah. But the third kind of went went you know um, Metallica on me in that you know lately their stuff has just been mm, subpar and. Uh, more poppy than metal to me, even though it's, I mean, it's metal to the untrained ear. I mean, <laughs> I haven't been real big on Disturbed as of late, but what I was getting at was just like with Black Hole Sun, it was basically people calling out the music. No, it wasn't changing of the guard, but they didn't bring, they didn't bring anybody with them. You know, like they had corn uh, riding their coattails or the other way around for a few years. But they didn't bring a whole bunch of disturbed with them. They tried to bring a couple. That boy from Drowning Pool fucking died, though. Touche. Touche. I mean, I would I would say that Disturbed's only contemporaries would be bands like Mudbane and Slipknot, and they're really not the same thing. What about Godsmack? Yeah, I was talking about guys smack last night too. Uh, I mean, they're not really. I don't even know really where to put them because, uh, and maybe it's because the military adopted the songs <laughs> and was playing them this shit. And maybe I just you know maybe it became pop in my head. But uh, their first couple albums were pretty good. I mean. But it wasn't really, in hindsight, it wasn't revolutionary. That's another band that didn't really bring anybody with them. I mean, Saliva? Maybe. I don't mind Saliva. Which which is American Nickelback. But, I mean, I like Saliva. <laughs> American Nickelback. That's <laughs> Fuck yourself. Saliva ain't no goddamn Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback light, you know. I like you giggle because it's true. It's funny (laughs) just to hear the the comparison, but yeah, I like your disease. (laughs) Click click boom. Those are like your disease is a good (laughs) song. You can eat a dick, man. I like that whole fucking song. (laughs) Wanna take you down, but your soul will not be found. Doesn't matter what you say. Because you got HP. Whoa. 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 <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. What happened? Did you just hit puberty? What the, what the fuck was that? That was me doing a saliva song. <laughs> it 
was almost uh, like Fiona. Yeah. Cause your disease is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> killing me your disease. It is the chlamydia. I can't do it. <laughs> there were some people that I knew back in the day that could do an excellent Yoda. Um, yeah. Oh, is that? Oh, that's not like yeah. a good thing. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's that's cool, man. I mean, if your friends got down with the Yoda, I mean, that's straight. You know, I mean. Wake up, time to die. You know they were singing this song. There were people fist fighting out in the crowds. Oh yeah. Disgusting. I was saying the other day I was watching all these riots that have been happening on TV and uh, it's it's off color humor but I guess it's the world is crazy right now so you gotta get but I was just like and black people I appreciate your rioting skills and everything but you need to understand you ain't gonna scare white people with riots we do that shit for fun well you know like seen a black dude in a mosh pit that's some white people shit. We just get in the middle and start throwing elbows and assholes and just swinging and kicking and stone cold stunning folks. <laughs> so, I mean, the that is the some shit is going on in Virginia. Shit. You know how my mind works. I mean, yeah. I, again, somebody paid for that shit. And I called it, man. Everybody I've been talking to, oh, what do you think's going to happen? You know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's going to start a damn race. No, it's not going to do any of that. And I said what it's going to do is by Sunday, you're going to see black leaders and white leaders walking around talking that bullshit about how everybody needs to calm down, love one another, and these little assholes don't define us as a people and all this bullshit. And they did. And they did. And so, um, <clears throat> I figure the 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 outcome of that is that somebody's pockets got lined, and to, to include those damn people, the talking heads you see on television. So, uh, it's all bullshit to me. It's all bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that car hit that damn crowd. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Um, that was pretty nice. But uh, I don't know, man. So you're basically calling. I guess it's it? the season, you know. <laughs> the fucking the the lower East Coast gets hurricanes, and the northern East Coast gets fucking 
crazy ass white boys between the age of fucking eighteen and twenty five that be, decide they want to fucking you know. It's gonna be partly folks. cloudy. Fucking, partly cloudy with a seventy five percent chance of hate. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say this: um, Democrats. I mean, the KKK. Uh, I think it's better that you do that's that a good look, music. That's a good little twist on it. Like, I appreciate that. But, you know, the KKK can hardly spell their motherfucking name. I ain't fucked up about the KKK. But I've always said the further north you go, you run into them educated motherfucking races. <laughs> them Nazis. So I am interested to see how the hell they're going to fucking react. See, the thing is, is you're not talking about Nazis, though. This is something to... Well, you're talking about neo-Nazis. No, 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 no. These aren't even neo-Nazis. These are alt-right uh, white nationalists, is what they're calling themselves. This is the new breed. No, nah, dude, but you need to look fine. up your shit. Now, there are white nationalists. Well, that's and I got a point on that shit, too. But of, the, of two other fucking mainstream groups, you've got the KKK and neo-Nazis off in that mix of damn people. I hear what now, you're saying, but what I'm saying is... You have is, the white nationalist movement, which is what sparked this shit, mm-hmm. but um, there's really nothing wrong with that. I mean, now, I don't know if white nationalists read... You know, they might not. They might. They, they may be stupid, too. I'm not they're sure. Basically, uh, they're basically... Neo-Nazis, but they're millennial hipsters. That's what it is. It's people my age and a little bit older that are into the K. They're not the old school KKK. And that's what I was trying to say is like those guys have been doing their marches for years, but only like 20 people show up to those. You know what I mean? Like KKK protest something. It's two old white dudes and maybe a police officer. And then when like the neo-Nazis do their walks in like Ohio and Pennsylvania and shit, you know, people show up and throw trash at them. And there's probably, what, 100, maybe 200 people there total with all the Gestapo and the signs and the fucking uniforms. And there's a few of those guys that full out. They have helmets and they fucking cut their mustaches into Hitler stashes and salute. This is like a new breed that's been kind of brewing. And, uh, I mean, I, I really don't think that it's a majority, if that's what you're asking. Like, I don't think that it's enough people you should be worried about it. No, no, no. You know, but definitely the well, what I'm saying is causing such a stink is a problem because, you know, those motherfuckers are going to end up getting killed down there. And uh, then other people are going to be like, well, what the fuck? Like, it's not good. It's, it's definitely a good way to start a fucking race war. I mean, yeah. For stupid people, people that don't want to take a, a minute and look back, you got a bunch of motherfuckers that just seem like maybe they they think their values are the right way. These alt-right fucking white nationalists. And then you've got this other group mentality that just love to be a part of something. You put those two things together, man, and you got all the makings. Just like somebody getting run over in uh, a fucking car. Like they're just crazy enough to do something, you know? <coughs> Like, Klansmen ain't going to well, do shit. <laughs> no, quite right. Klansmen ain't going to do shit. Uh, but, you know, the, to be a nationalist, <laughs> and, and for white nationalists to be nationalists, I would say, really, at the end of the day, y'all motherfuckers get back in the boat and take your ass back to I'm just saying. 
if you're going to be nationalist, motherfucker, go home and be nationalist when you get there. But white folks, they're really not American. So, uh, and to that point, we're a damn society of fucking immigrants. Yeah. It'll never work. Well, that's what I was saying. I, like and maybe it's you. the German in me, yeah. but I'm, I'm fucking pro-nationalist. I'm not, I'm not saying I necessarily support Hitler as a motherfucking human being okay. or any other damn regime that was nationalist-oriented, but, I mean, when you consolidate and concentrate your motherfucking power with your own people, that's what made every fucking great country great, every great empire even better. So, um, um... I don't, uh, yeah, you couldn't do it here, though, because we're not fucking, none of us are really, I mean, unless you have indigenous roots, which maybe, you know, there's still some of us left, but, uh, no, man, you would would have to fuck for, like, everybody would have to fuck each other, like, at least have ten different flavors of bedfellows, you know what I'm saying, and you'd have to fuck on a rig. And reproduce four or five fucking generations before you can mix all of us into one fucking thing. Then you have to lock the goddamn borders for a few fucking decades just to keep everybody else out from coming in and contaminating your new creation. You know, it's not going to happen. There's too many different fucking people here. I mean, Ted Turner's still an asshole, but he was right. (laughs) There's too many people using too much stuff. That's America. I think we're all supposed to mix it up, though. Do I know? I think we're supposed to mix it up. It's kind of like dogs and wolves. Like, all dogs were wolves, but not all wolves are dogs. Right. So, technically, we're all wolves. It's just from, depending on what part of the country we're from, we've been domesticated like dogs. But the yeah. point of a dog is, is when you keep the bloodline pure, you keep the genetics, yes. But eventually, inbreeding and shit leads to generation. You'll have a generation at least to where you'll, shit will get all fucked up. So it's mm-hmm. more beneficial to mix it up so that you take on different... You you mutate, you change, you evolve. If you're sticking to your fucking bloodline and sticking to your fucking background, then you're really not doing yourself any fucking any favors. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Hey, how about this? And this this may be racist, but I don't care. I'm gonna ask the fucking question. So black people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh so like sickle cell. That's a black people disease, correct? Like, for the most yeah. part, it's mostly, if not only, black people. Which, funny thing, what was the deal? It's, isn't that like something against malaria? It's like sickle cell actually helps yeah. people? Yeah. It's supposed to be, yeah. That's pretty gnarly. Like, just to say, like, because malaria kills a lot of fucking people. Thank you, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's say you are our nationalistic, uh, that's probably the wrong word, hereditarily, you're black, all black, been black, right? You Mm -hmm. have a history of sickle cell anemia. If you have, you know, a partner outside your race, whether it be Hispanic, white, Chinese, whatever, you know, just something different that doesn't have that dominant trait for, for 
that shit. Can you pass it to your offspring well, still? Can, not can you pass it, but does it, through the process of evolution there, does it give your children a less likely chance of having... Can you phase it out if you just dilute your fucking shit? No, I don't believe... I mean, yeah, I do believe you, so you can send it out wouldn't, over generations. Wouldn't you want to go producing uh, with good... Now, I'm not saying good stock, but different stuff to be ready for different diseases or different things that might come your way. It seems like it would be beneficial just to not stick inside. Sure. Your, so I'm down for whatever. You get out, you fuck anybody you want... Make some fucking gray baby. I love yep. it. <laughs> and sing. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Here we go. We're not done. You walk up on dropping plates on your ass. You know what's coming, don't you? Dropping plates on your ass. Oh, yeah. Here I come, I'm dropping plates on your ass Jesus I've been wanting to listen to that song for like four fucking days <laughs> I said I gotta save it though it's gotta mean something god damn it Whew. We're dropping plates. The Dropping Plates Podcast. Sponsored by the Po' Boys. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think my wife is home. I drop plates on your mother. Don't drop plates on my mother. <laughs> she catches them to the back of the head. That's not yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not cool. <laughs> It doesn't have, you know, enough hair to pull, so that we improvise. <laughs> Here, hang on one second. Here, I'm going to be right back. So then I started jerking off all over your mama's face, and I was like, ah! and she was like, oh my God, and I was like, shut up. <laughs> No, I had all the equipment in here, and I thought, I looked at my uh, my tracker, my wife tracker. I don't know if you ever had a wife tracker, but it comes in real handy. All right, man. <laughs> I got one after the last time she almost caught me jerking off. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, is people think that wife trackers are bad for husbands because they can keep an eye on you, but it's quite the contrary. I know where you're at, too, bitch. Right. <laughs> I, don't I mean to tell you it was like the only time she almost caught me dude I was in there fucking had the laptop open sitting in the chair had dick in hand and she said I'm gonna go do something. I don't remember what it was like something I just I thought she was gonna be gone for like 20 minutes she was gone for like 10 you know <laughs> you know, when it comes to porn, man, sometimes you get a little greedy and you don't just go with the first fucking thing you see. You got to browse a little. So I'm looking and I find <laughs> And you stack them, you know. Yeah, I just, I look a little, I'll check it, I'll see what the end looks like. Because sometimes you get one of them fucking films with no cum shot at the end. That sucks. I had one of those the other day. <laughs> I like to time it up, you know what I mean? Like, I like to pretend like I'm the one doing the fucking. Mm hmm. And uh, 
So I'm sitting here and I finally found it, man. I'm fucking hammering it out. Mm, 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 and I get to the fucking <laughs> to the point and I hear a car door shut outside and I was like Oh. So like, the front door was locked. And you remember in Mission Impossible when Tom Cruise is hanging upside down in that fucking spot and he almost drops the knife and then yeah. Ving Rames. You remember Ving Rames was in the truck and he yeah. goes, he goes toast and then all of a sudden fucking tom cruise gets yanked halfway up the fucking shit yeah in my head i heard ving rames and he said toast (laughs) 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 click click exit out the computer shut that shit down get up and do the (laughs) i jump up i do the duck waddle fucking uh, into the fucking bathroom right shut the door Hey, was you still beating it? Listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. When I heard the car door... No, no, no. When I heard the car door shut, I was starting to come. (laughs) I was like, uh, uh, uh. And I heard, and I go, what? And I looked out the blinds, and my wife is fucking getting out the car. And I was like, uh. (laughs) So I grabbed that fucking t-shirt, like balled it up around my shit. And like jogged into the fucking bathroom. <laughs> like, she came like inside. You just lost a leg. You was in the motherfucking Boston Marathon, bro. I was standing in the bathroom with the shaky legs, washing my hands, trying to figure out. I was out of breath. Cause I was fucking, cause I was jacking off, and then like my adrenaline, I got a adrenaline dump. <laughs> I'm standing there just like <sighs> fucking washing my hands, trying to figure out what I'm gonna say. <laughs> cause that was legit, like the one time she almost caught me. <laughs> like I'd have been caught red-handed, straight up. That's that's great. Oh my god. <laughs> So then I got a wife tracker. <laughs> so I know I got enough time. I can almost listen. If you're in Walmart, these things are amazing. If you're in Walmart, you can zoom all the way in on the map. And if you're in like the fucking the footwear, you can find your wife if she's in like the produce section. Like it will actually show you a map of Walmart on this fucking app. Like a floor plan. It's only on certain places, like establishments, big stores and shit. It's actually mm-hmm. a floor plan with like a shaded area for whatever section it is. You know? So that's pretty right. cool. Like the mall, it has all the different stores. Ugh. So yeah. Stories about jerking off. I got so many. I don't know if you listened to the episode from last week, but I told the one about when I jerked off at Disneyland with the toothpaste. <laughs> you tell him about Tarzan? I didn't tell him about Tarzan. <laughs> tell him about the gun line, boss. I want to tell him about the gun line, boss. <laughs> Go on. You were saying. So, oh wow, this one's gonna hurt. Hold on, let me get. I'm gonna get prepared for this. Hold on, listen. 
<laughs> so, my grandparents got married uh, 2000 or 2001, some around there. Mm-hmm. You played guitar. You played guitar at their wedding in your front yard at the park. You remember? Yes. It's a glorious day. We had beer in the back of a truck, and plywood in the middle of the yard to dance on. It was probably one of the trashiest things I ever participated in. A lot of people there. A lot of different people. We packed up the back end of the trailer park that day. So, um, the honeymoon came later that weekend, and the honeymoon consisted of, uh, we went to Lake Washita, and we camped, and we had one of those vans that, like, was a big-ass van with, like, a bed in the back, and, like, a little sinklet, and a couple different things in there, so, yeah. Like a conversion van. It was a conversion van. Was it Don's conversion van? No, it was ours, but it was similar. Like it, it we had ours had okay. a little bit better situation. Like it had less chairs and more like semi-functional living shit. Like it was more like an RV. Gotcha. I remember I had to put a tent up outside because they slept in the van and I stayed outside. Yeah, they did. And I remember one morning I was eating pop tarts. Yeah, he was. They were old pop tarts, like out of dates, because they were <laughs> they were Batman and Robin pop tarts because they had Mister Freeze on them. <laughs> and I got out of my tent to go. Um, now, for those of you that didn't remember, this shit was in circa two thousand. Maybe it Go was, ahead. Hang on. Let me let me just make sure I'm not lying to the people out here. Let me see. Batman and Robin, the movie. We heard that shit come out. Here's some information about Batman and Robin. Okay, so 1997. That's right. That means that the Pop-Tarts oh, yeah. would have been about two years. I'm away. <laughs> Batman and Robin has a 3.7 on IMDb and a 10-cent Rotten Tomato. So you had a doomsday prepper pack of pop tarts. <laughs> I was eating three year old pop tarts, y'all. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I went to get out to go get something to drink and the van was fucking Yup, it was rocking hard. <laughs> kind of like if somebody were deep sea fishing and there was a fish on like a tuna fish and it was rocking the boat rock the boat baby don't tip like an ice cube video rock the boat baby rock the boat <laughs> and I guess I went to get something to drink right about the time that my grandpa forgot <laughs> <laughs> because the van quit rocking and he hollered like Tarzan and he said oh, 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 oh I wish this was a video podcast oh because the people need to see and smell it <laughs> Woo. that really happened <laughs> I said that in an earlier episode. I was like, you ever seen your grandma naked? I have a lot. That fucked mm. me up pretty bad, man. 
Hey, man, I saw your grandma naked, too. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lots of other people, too. <laughs> she was a big old woman, too. She was at least 300 pounds, y'all. Ooh. Had titties like cantaloupes in a fucking long sock. <laughs> oh. Dude, she would bend over sometimes. Oh, man. I've got so many terrible memories of that fucking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And she smelled bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think she wiped. Ooh. Maybe Ooh. she wiped when she took a dump. I don't. I think she air dried that fucking snatch, though, bro. That'll give you. A, <laughs> that'll give you a healthy. She probably, she probably did it to repel bears, so they would know who the dominant fucking predator was. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's so gross. So what do you want to talk about, motherfucker? You want to you wanna do some conspiracy shit? Because I got one I've been thinking about hard. All right, what you got? Are you sure you're ready for mine? Because mine's going to get deep real quick, and I might lose some listeners. <laughs> uh, well, that's what it's all about, my friend. I don't even care. I'm almost at the right spot. Okay, check it out. So we've talked about Sandy Hook. Oh, yeah. Personally, we have. A lot of people, it's a very controversial subject, the Sandy Hook massacre, if you will. Yeah. I believe that if a child, if one child was murdered that day, that makes that a tragedy, and that's terrible. The problem is, is I look at that whole situation, and I see problems. I see just a well, bunch of odd circumstances, and it don't sit quite right with me. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Now, now. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, that story is riddled with bullshit, though. From top to bottom, right? Everybody's damn face. Uh, but what are you? What are you referencing? Well, I've had a recent, a recent break in my case, and uh, it's interesting. You might okay. go deep enough for you, so we'll see. All right, ready? <clears throat> Hold on, let me. Okay. So here's the deal with Sandy Hook. I don't think that almost 30 kids got murdered that day. I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. something did happen there. Personally, what I think happened is that Adam Lanza kid went a little nuts, probably murdered his mom or grandma. I know that they they claim that first, right? He murdered the parent or the mother, guardian, yeah. whoever. I think that he went down to that school and he, oh, God damn it! And I, I'm doing my fucking finger. I got my my fucking captain, <laughs> my planet finger out. <laughs> I think he went down to that school and he probably murdered three kids. Three to ten kids. That's a lot, okay? It's, okay. it's not 30. I think that a lot of the evidence kind of makes me feel weird because I'm not wanting to see a room full of shot up children. That's not what I'm saying. 
There's not a body bag. There's not a fucking... There's nothing. It's it's really odd to me that there wasn't some sort of visual evidence of dead children. And what I think, um, as of late, with all this pedophilia ring shit, I wonder if maybe a couple kids did get murdered and those are the kids that they had funerals for and that there really are parents that are defending and get pissed off when you try to talk about this kind of shit. I think that the rest of them kids, they might have got snatched, bro. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, that one's way left field, but yeah, I mean, does it, yeah, it could, it could hold some weight. It could hold some weight. I'm still of the belief that it was a damn drill. Uh, I do believe that, um, the, Lands a kid, yeah. I, you know, and I really don't know if I believe that whole story, but I do know there are a lot of uh, conspiracies that have been tested and confirmed um, where you have patsies, and I think the only person that dealt with anybody in the system at all that fucking day was him. Is it? Uh, I. It, yeah, you know, I've told you, you're going to have to show me bodies, and that might sound morbid when it comes to little kids. Listen, uh, I saw the Pulse nightclub. I saw the Jim Jonestown massacre. I can handle dead bodies. I don't want to see close-ups of, like, hamburger meat little kids. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to see. You didn't even have body bags and things. I want to see. I wanna, like, lined out. You didn't show me and the damn corner laugh. Where are all the other goddamn kids? Where are all the kids? It's an elementary school. There's one picture of like six children. When we would have fucking fire drills, there would be five to six hundred kids in a goddamn parking lot. There's no kids. There are photos of lines of kids, but the kids, but I've never seen a photo with more than 20 or so kids uh, in it. And there's a lot of photos where you're looking at the same kids. They're just in different places. And so, like I said, there's shit from top to bottom that's way too questionable. It's so obvious that it's almost like they wanted you to feel this way about it. That's why it was so blatantly clumsy. Like, the whole thing. It's weird. I don't like it, man. It's icky how people fuck with shit and the fact that there really are fucked up people out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Here, hang on one second, dude. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Alright. So, yeah. That, what I said... I think there's a lot of creepy shit that goes on with kids behind the dark. And, you know, I've, t I've spoken to you recently about some of my experiences, and I know it's a very real fucking thing, and I know that shit can get weird. And I can only imagine people right. that are super rich or people that actually have fetishes. I think mine was a combination of just weird trailer park life and a, a, a mm -hmm. twisted fucking personality and probably some really fucked up childhood shit for him, too. Defending, I'm just like, calling what I see. But I'm sorry, right. there's got to be people out there that get off on that, like, legit. <laughs> and that's fucking crazy. And it wouldn't be nothing to some kids. That fucking uh, model bitch got thrown in a goddamn suitcase the other day. And they found this bitch right. at the airport. She was on the way. She was halfway there, bro. <laughs> Do you know how easy it is for some of these people that have power and money to erase you from existence? 
I bet it's pretty fucking easy. Example. <laughs> if, if, uh, 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 a senator, for example, decides to fucking secure him a, a, a damn kid, well, he's already in government. You know what I'm saying? What would it take to just erase your damn social security number, call it a day? What kid? Exactly. No, we buried that kid. Closed casket. Have you seen the movie Changeling? With Angelina Jolie? I don't think so. Alright, well, it's, it's the story of a, a woman who loses her kid. And uh, the fucking state convinces her that she's fucking crazy. After a kid posing to be her son shows back up at her house and she knows it ain't a damn kid. So the more hell she raises and says, dude's a damn imposter, like, I don't know why you guys won't, you know, take me seriously, they uh, increasingly push a case for her being insane. Hmm. And it's based on true events. So, um, yeah. If it can happen once, it can happen in a million damn times. They said some of them are so good, they'll take a kid in a bathroom, they'll have a uh, change of clothes, they'll have glasses, uh, you know, accessories, they'll have uh-huh. fucking clippers, like hair clippers, they'll throw your kid in a bathroom stall, cut his fucking hair off, cut his clothes off, put him in different clothes and a fucking ball cap or something, and whip his ass out of there in less than ten minutes. Great. They've caught people. They've fucking caught grown men and children in bathroom stalls in mid-transition of what the fuck I just explained to you. Like, that happens. Enough that they catch people doing it. It is a And the irony is that when you go into almost any Walmart, there's that poster on the wall with all the missing kids. And you know that shit happens in that store. It brings out a special kind of anger in me, bro. I think about, you know, like that whole Jerry Sandusky and that shit that happened and how there was that fucking coach that walked in on him diddling that kid and how he was just yep. of a piece of shit for not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I really hope that, and I think that I could safely say that most of the male friends that I know and... and personalities that I've met along the way that I've at least considered friends I know how they would react in that situation and I would hope that it would be anybody I don't care if you're fucking 80 <laughs> you know what I'm saying like right. your job is to protect that child above all else yeah. it does not matter it does not matter you take a fucking you take your shoe off and hit a fucker in the face if you have to like yeah and the thing is, is there are other people who get clear views of shit like that happening, and they just turn their fucking back on it. That's yep. even worse. You had that in your family. I had it in mm-hmm. my You know what I'm saying? Like, not protecting. I'm sorry. I'm going off on a weird tangent, man. I was listening to a podcast last week, and Miss Pat was on there. I don't know if you know Miss Pat, but she talks about growing mm-hmm. up the fucking way she did and all the She had, like two kids by a married dude when she was like 14 and he was like 20 something 
and she just put out a book and she said she was talking about how she always defended her fucking her people you know they would say like no he was my baby daddy and they were like he was fucking a monster like are you serious right now like it's time that's not an okay thing if you see that kind of activity if you fucking have an inkling that that's going on you find proof and you stomp them yeah that's the world i want to live in i don't do that shit i will rip i will rip your fucking head off but unfortunately (laughs) there's people that have fucking power that let it happen prefer it to happen they pay to make it Mm -hmm. happen Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the thrill too. It's not just that those people enjoy having sex acts with kids. I think somewhere deep down, it's also the fact that they do it because they can. Because it is probably the highest level of like fucked up, traumatic, sin like shit that you could do. Mm-hmm. To take a child, whether it be male or female and impose yourself on them just because you can and know that you can get away with it can you imagine the kind of rush people must feel from that right it's got to be on the same level as murdering somebody murder yeah you know what i'm saying like it's it's like it is a carnal sin like you don't fuck kids don't do (laughs) that's so crazy to me man I have no will. I never have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't work. Even like, and I don't understand people that do. Like, it just, it makes me a little crazy. And I just hope I'm never the guy that walks into that bathroom stall. Or on second thought, right. maybe I hope I am the guy that walks into the bathroom stall. <laughs> that might be the day that I get to open that valve that I've had locked away for years. right right to start hearing that fucking DMX music in my head (laughs) poor DMX man what the fuck you mean poor DMX you know they're still fucking with him are they fucking with him yeah oh did he forget to pay the man his money yes that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like he's fucking with somebody else, and then they fuck. Nah, man, the motherfucking IRS. Yeah. So now he's under house arrest. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, dude. How do you get house arrest? Do you pay them like half what you owe them, and then they're like, "All right, maybe you don't have to go to prison." You know. Like, poor dude, man. Like, and you gotta sit at home, DMX. I mean, you find DMX, you see him cry. Like, everybody does see DMX cry hard. Do it. Like, how do you put a man like that in jail? Do the DMX. seen a grown man <laughs> you can't play to cry like that <laughs> I, was, I was watching his last jail cell videos the other day it was just like man poor fucking guy 
I mean. So, yeah, I wonder who he did piss off to get the IRS up his ass. Because the IRS ain't even a real motherfucking thing. And then, so, if they get sick on your ass to come and get money, man, there's one that's racketeering. But still, you did something to somebody else. Yeah, but, like. He did how, start talking shit about the Illuminati, though. How hard is it to pay your goddamn taxes, DMX? All you have to do is call a guy and say, hey, guy, I got taxes and I got $11 million. Can you do me a favor? I'm going to pay you like a couple grand. And now, no, these are probably taxes he owed back when he was losing his mind up in there. Okay? And when, he was losing his, <laughs> when he was losing his mind up in there, he had man fucking agents and shit. And it, and motherfuckers that were supposed to be handling his shit. If you think that anybody that is, like, that kind of successful, when they're that kind of successful, looks at a motherfucking tax form, you know what I'm saying? And that is the game for, like, Wesley Snipes getting in trouble. Motherfucker, come on. Like, if the IRS was really doing this job, it would audit everybody that had celebrity fucking status. You know what I'm saying? Like... Fuck, uh, you know, random audits. Like, they should all be subject to a goddamn audit. Because you don't ever know when they're making the money they're supposed to be making. And overnight, motherfuckers are worth, like, you know, $8.2 million. And they're fucking 22. You're like, what the fuck just happened? How did you get that? So, yeah, the IRS should be fucking up their ass if they're really doing their job. But no, that's the fucking IRS don't fuck with you until you fuck with somebody. I disagree. I think it's when you get into that six-figure fucking income. Look at your grandmother. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, she never hit six figures. That bitch was just fucking around, getting the uh, end of the year. God damn it. I keep hitting my fucking mic. Um, getting her end of the year payment. You having me, because here they give you that earned income credit. You know, but that's... I mean, it's what? A couple grand? But she had a settlement, though, did she not? A settlement? Yeah, from fucking Maybelline. Uh, no. I don't think so. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, supposedly her arm got smashed in some kind of machine. She worked at the Maybelline factory. Shoot them. And she got a humongous settlement from it. Uh, I, I don't know. I I never heard about it. You know, and, it I, and when you were younger, that woman spent a lot of fucking money. And that's what used to piss me off was that you could never see it. Like, you know, I mean, she had a gambling addiction and shit or whatever. When she take my parents fucking gambling, then she was dropping G's on them trips. That's why my parents went. Man, you're making me really sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing, dude. It's the thing I hate about that woman the most. Like, when I hear her backstory, I sit and go, but you had opportunity to change shit at any fucking given time, at least from the time I knew you fat ass. So, uh, but you chose to live the lifestyle that you live. Ooh. 
Now, I wouldn't know what she's worth now if she's subjecting herself to the shit she lives in and BB. But something ain't wired right in her, and she could still be sitting off some money. If all that shit's true. I don't remember much about Maybelline except that she used to bring home jars. She was like a chemist. Like, she would mix together shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would bring home jars of, like, trials of shit and, like, peddle it out of her little closet. So she had, like, lotions and soap. I was young then. I was, like, probably eight to t- Well, fuck. When did I meet you? I was, like, eight. You were eight. Eight, nine? Yeah. So eight, nine years old. The only thing I remember really about Maybelline... Was that was when she got the last paddle that she had because she used to whip my ass a lot with like random stuff, mm-hmm. and then she would get wooden paddles and she would break them like she, they just would break because she beat the fuck out of me. So, like eventually she got this one from Maybelline and it was a chemical spatula, and it looked like like the handle was like a lightsaber. And the top of it looked like a spatula for flipping hamburgers on a grill. And it was, like, heat-proof. It was tempered. Like, you couldn't break it. And it was made for, like, scraping all kinds of shit off other shit. And she carried it in her purse in two pieces, like a sniper rifle, you know? And then sometimes she would pull them out and put that shit together real slow and just give you the look. And it's like, oh, man. That thing fucking hurt. I bet. See, I thought that it was like, we fucking didn't have money, but like, I mean, we went to, like, she bought, man. Man. Nigga, y'all went places, though. Like, that. think about, think about things you guys did, and then understand that that all costs money. You were probably wasn't looking at shit like that because you was a kid. The only thing I remember was the Florida trip. And that happened after they got married, so I assume that was Gene, because uh-huh. Gene had pretty good money coming from the service, you know, because he didn't have any overhead. He was living like shit, and then he moved in with us. Now the, the yeah, the, and the I bet reserves. you that's why Gene got with her ass in the first place. I mean, Gene ain't, ain't you know, a looker, but goddamn. He was, he was institutionalized militarily. That was his deal. He wasn't very educated, and he got into the military, and they fucking, they got their... They got their hooks in deep. <laughs> he went to Vietnam. He'd been in the service for years. Man, that's crazy. Now, she just bought shit all the time. Like, just shit that would break. Just like cars and lawnmowers and... Well, that's like she always went to the motherfucking yard sales and shit. And flea markets and fucking sales. train wreck depots and shit. And, uh... Man. The we fact, though, is she was doing that on almost a daily basis, man. <laughs> like, for real. Like, you'd be in fucking school, she'd be out running around grabbing shit. And so, even though her choice of shit was fucking subgrade, she was constantly spending money on it. See, Christmases were crazy, because I think about those, and it's like, I know that we had presents. That was like the only time of the year that she bought stuff. But sometimes, and it sounds like a terrible thing to say, because some years there wasn't a lot. But there were a couple years where we had a lot of stuff, but it wasn't like, it was just stuff. You know what I mean? Just, like you went Mm -hmm. to the clearance rack at Walmart and just stuck an arm out and just dumped, you know, like a basket full of shit. And then that was, here you go. And I mean, that, I mean, maybe it makes me an asshole to think that way, you know, because at least some motherfuckers don't get anything. 
But it's weird, like to think about it now. Oh, you earned what you got. <laughs> you earned that shit. I got to play PlayStation. And you didn't come out of it materialistic. I don't give a fuck about anything. I really like, dude. I could, I could take maybe. I definitely pack my MeUndies because they're the world's most comfortable underwear. Shout out MeUndies. Uh, I'm looking for that sponsorship, and uh, I probably take couple pairs of clothes some pictures I could walk away from all of it dude that fire broke me you know what I mean like that was that was 80% of my shit <laughs> so <laughs> um damn man <laughs> when I left Joe the day that was see your birthday i met mandy and then a week later on my birthday i fucking broke up with joe i literally put everything i owned into a honda civic and it wasn't even full <laughs> like it was a trunk full of like clothes and just some trinkets and then the back seat was like some dvds you know right and then, like, a storage unit from all the stuff when I lived in the trailer before the fucking... before Valley died. You know? So, I've just been there. I'll let that go away. I uh, got in there and I took out a couple valuable things I had and pictures. And then the lady was like, some church dude is going to pay her, like, a hundred bucks. I said, alright, cool. Because I owed her, like, four or five hundred. She liked me, though. She knew I was fucking in a spot. She was always really polite. You don't find people like that a lot. People that'll cut you a break. That lady had a story. Right. And she literally just locked shit up a couple times. And she was just like, it's whatever, dude. Just pay me when you can. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. She was very sweet. I did bug treatments on her house later for her. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't give her that bug treatment. I gave, <laughs> I gave your mama that bug treatment a couple times. <laughs> Gave her that old shutter bug, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you dirty bitch. Whew. Let's see. Let's see if I can find me a, a fucking. We gotta get a flow going. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, here we go. Fucking nasty. Yeah, 
heard you play this song so many times. <laughs> Just stone to the gills. Whis- <laughs> fucking whiskey faded. Yeah. <laughs> Almost leaning against the I need to write the a song called that. Stone to the gills and whiskey faded. Leaning against the fucking doorway. Literally holding yourself up, holding a guitar. <laughs> and you lean your stupid head back and put it on the wall and look up at the ceiling. <laughs> Just on another fucking planet. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Morrison will do that to you, man. He does, man. And so what? Mr. Mojo Rising. Uh huh. I like this one better than the uh, the uh, John Lee Hooker. Yeah, not to say that I don't like John Lee Hooker. I like the Doors version of this song better. <laughs> right. John Lee Hooker is old enough. Excuse me. <laughs> I have to look for that. It's uh, <laughs> hour six. Gross. Um, John Lee Hooker is old school enough that some of that shit back in the day is hard to listen to. I appreciate him as an older man, but dude, some of his old ass fucking original or his origin recordings are like fucking uh, what's Robert Johnson. <laughs> it sounds... Yeah, I love it. It sounds... I love it. Boogie feeling. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> And he was like, well, <laughs> it's disgusting, man. Here we go. John Lee Hooker, Boogie Chill in 1948. Listen, the guitar, the guitar playing is fucking next level. But this is a stupid fucking song and you can eat a dick. <laughs> Well, my mama, she didn't love me. She had to stay out all night long. Oh, Lord. Well, my mama didn't love me. She had to stay out all night long. I didn't care what she didn't love. I see a picture of him right here, and uh, he looks like Samuel L. Jackson from Black Snake Moan. I was going to 
was going to make the comparison. Like this picture that I'm looking at right now, it's basically him holding the big fucking Les Paul guitar with his, that, that way back hairline. <laughs> and to that point, Sam Jackson should do a John Lee Hooker movie. You better shut your fucking mouth. How, listen to me, listen to me right now. How fucking disgusting would it be if Samuel L. Jackson did a John Lee Hooker fucking, like... It would be awesome. What are you talking about? You put it out there, though, and I appreciate your fucking effort. Now you got my wheels turning. Because fucking Samuel L. Jackson... I, you know, I'm going to sound like an asshole if he really did fucking play it, but in Blackstone, he fucking did. You know what I'm saying? He played. I mean, that's yeah. mind playing. I don't know if he really did. That one scene was powerful when it was a lightning storm mm-hmm. and home mm-hmm. was in it. it was hot. I mean, right after I got done jerking off, I was like, Samuel Jackson can play the fuck out of this guitar. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he was like, Black snake crawling around my room. Like fucking tearing it up. That was good shit. And then, here we go. We see the power of modern fucking shit. We can go to the YouTube. And I can bring it to you. I wish, I want to think that he was really playing the guitar. That would have been so sick. Right here. My woman put my black ass out cold. I said, baby, why you leaving? She said, I love Dun Dun Cold. Well, I waited through water and I waited through mud till I come to this place they call the Bucket of Blood. So good. bartender give me a dirty look and a dirty glass. I said, say, motherfucker, do you know who I am? He said, hell no, nigga. I don't give a goddamn. <laughs> this juke joint. I reached down in my pocket and pulled out my shiny 44. Shot that motherfucker twice. He hit the goddamn floor. You could have heard the drop of a pin. That's when that bad motherfucker Billy Lyons walked in. There it goes. About that time, a pip eased up and turned out the lights. That's when I had old Billy Lyons dead in my sight. When the lights come back on, old Billy's gone to rest. I pop nine of my bullets in his motherfucking chest. <laughs> it would be so cold. Okay, so listen. Could you imagine? I'm he so happy. He right did now. play. He did play in that movie. That makes me happy. 
We should. And he learned. We should start. He play guitar while getting into character. I'm reading right now. Um, <clears throat> for six or seven months, and he had a. He said he had a really good guitar teacher. But when he had to uh, leave and do Freedom Land and Snakes on a Plane, the prop master that was with them, he also played guitar. So they would sit in the trailer every day and play guitar. All right, man, you need to get to writing. And then we'll put yeah. and say, hey, I got Twitter, dog. I'll find, I will get it to Samuel L. Jackson. I'm just saying. Samuel Jackson as John Lee Hooker. It'll be bigger than yes. Ray. It'll be bigger than Ray Charles. You get fat bag of dicks. <laughs> that could be the tagline for the movie. Y'all motherfuckers went and saw Ray. You need yeah. to come see John. <laughs> Man. I don't know enough about John Lee Hooker. Like, who would his sidekicks be? <laughs> uh. The Mormon version of the devil, and uh, <laughs> and an old drunk redneck bitch that has the word tattoo tattooed on her left titty. One of the most she's a bitches. fantasy island fan. One of them old Jew joint bitches with the with the mole. <laughs> Yeah. And she got them chicken flap arms. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. She puts her hand up in her head and takes that chicken fat. And she does the old black lady dance where she just takes her butt and moves it real slow. You you know it. It's your dance. Yeah, yeah. She puts her hand up and she, yeah. ooh, shit. Beer bottle in one hand with the fucking a, label peeled off. She got a flannel shirt. It's a, it's a pearl yep. snap shirt, but it's short sleeve. Yeah. Fucking whip it around and nay nay. Oh, oh shit. And Samuel Jackson sitting there just playing the fuck out of a guitar. I love it. I love it. Good job, man. <laughs> you win. Today it's your fucking day. <laughs> Congratulations. Ha <sighs> Man, so what you got today? You got a uh, fucking, you got some ass. You got to get around to. Yeah, yeah, we're about to start getting ready right now. Oh, shit. It's about that time. Boom, boom, boom. Gonna shoot you right down. You should start playing this for your kids. Like to get them wound up when you're taking them. Boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're just in a daze. You got the shit playing on the way to the academy. They just sit by them back and forth. <laughs> that baby talk. I like it like that. When you talk like that, you knock me dead. That on my feet. How, 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 how.
I can't stand this shit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can appreciate it as a root of of tradition and blues music, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not a big John Lee Hooker fan. That may be the first time our paths cross, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not the first time. We have our differences. You love Bush. <laughs> Just your mother. Just your mother. We'll have plenty of time to talk about your hatred of Bush. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we did good. Fucking, I appreciate you. Had to hopeful them kids will get in there and uh, whip some ass tonight. You know, I know you've been keeping yeah. up to date. Uh, you're training that little assassin. I tell you what, dude, you better be practicing your sleeper hold because that little dude's gonna whip your ass one of these days. He keeps trying. <laughs> I just don't think you quite understand what's coming your way. You better fucking start studying. You better watch some old ass Steven Seagal movies. Get you them little hand bends and the little bitch slap, little elbow turns, so you can slam him through a fucking table. You're gonna want to buy some more tables, definitely, because you're gonna break a few. <laughs> you need to get that little wrist, bend the fingers down to the wrist, and then grab his elbow and spin him around and slap him, and then he'll do a front flip through a table. Anytime he gets froggy, I think you'll be able to keep that shit in check, bro. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, man, it's been good to holler at you. All right, dude. All right. So that ought to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. I um, I'm not really sure what's going on in the world nowadays. You know, I have no political affiliation. The shit doesn't really affect me directly. God damn it! Dropping my. And I think that's the same way I felt before the election. The reality is, is some of these political things affect people a lot. I hope that that's not what people consider white privilege. The fact that it doesn't bother my day to day. It really doesn't, y'all. Like, nothing has affected me thus far. Except for Saturday, I tried to buy some goddamn tiki torches. And, I mean, they were on sale. They're on clearance, man. I went to Target. I had some small tiki torch, like, glass things that you sit on the fucking table and light them. And they work okay, but I was thinking maybe I could get some tiki torches and stick them in different parts of the yard. Because here in Arkansas, we got mosquitoes like a motherfucker. And they made me mad. So I go to Target. Back in the clearance rack, man, they got tiki torches. I put them in the basket. I'm literally fixing to walk up to the checkout counter. And then I remember that all the shit's going down. And I recently cut all my hair off. So I'm really looking the part. And I just, I took a moment and I said, you know what? Not today. I took the fucking tiki torches out of my buggy. (laughs) And I just grabbed a big bottle of the juice. I said, this will be fine. I'm so sick of people complaining this whole nazi shit is getting a little out of hand and i don't know how else to say it and if you don't fucking you know you don't have to listen to what i say i don't really care but the fact of the matter is is it's really fucking crazy to just call people nazis 
it's a little disrespectful, in my opinion, because those motherfuckers were next level. You can call somebody a Nazi, you can call them a, a, a fascist, a communist, a racist, whatever, but what you need to understand is the weight that that word carries. You know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers did not give a fuck. It wasn't no protest standing outside with torches and signs. Like, these motherfuckers would mob people and kill them. There was no questions. There was no talking. They would kick a door in and shoot people. So the fact that you even try to lump that shit in together is appalling to me. Because you really have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You're talking about a radical group of crazy motherfuckers that were groomed and led by a crazy person. Not a ragtag bunch of assholes who just decide that they want other people to listen to what the fuck they have to say. So cool it with the Nazi shit, man. Like, it's not the same thing. Racist, yes. Fascist, yes. Terrible people, assholes, cocksuckers, douchebags, fuckfaces. Yeah, all that. Nazis? No. <laughs> I don't fucking think so. You want Nazis, go to fucking Chicago. Go to Detroit. Go to certain areas of California. Go to Florida. You want Nazis? You want the kind of motherfucker that will walk up to your car and shoot you in the fucking head? That's Nazi. <laughs> it's the most gangster shit you've ever heard of in your life. There's no second guessing. So stop that shit. You bunch of fucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everybody's up their ass, man. Thinking they know shit. They don't know shit. I don't know shit, but I don't claim to know shit. All I can do is sit back and look at it and tell you you're being a fucking idiot. I don't understand it. I don't know where it comes from. I think that it it's... Life nowadays seems very simple, very easy. There's not a lot of conflict. There's not a lot of struggle for m most people. Aha, see there? I don't know if you heard that, but I gave the kid a plastic plate this week. No more broken dishes, motherfucker! Anyway, I'm done complaining. I'm done talking. Y'all, it's gonna be okay. Take care of your motherfucking family. Take care of your friends and watch your fucking back. Because the reality of the situation is this could get way fucking worse. And if some of these motherfuckers don't start paying attention to what's happening and watch the kind of shit that they spew and say, this is going to turn into a completely different situation. And it scares me a little. It should scare you a lot more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't go out on a low note. Guys, it's going to be a good weekend. I'm hoping next week to maybe get up in an open mic at the Looney Bin. That'd be awesome. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm on the standby list. But there's a few guests that I'm trying to run down, one of which should be at the show next week. So hopefully I'll get to talk to that brother and we'll have some new shit coming for you. But thank you for listening. You guys, I love you, and I just want you to know I'm here for you. I, I'm I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm just saying, like, 
if you're one of these people, <laughs> you've got to relax, bro. Because it could be so much worse. But until next week, y'all take it easy. And uh, I'll see you then. Fuck it. And I am, but this thing's going on with me mad down to the core. I have to work like a dog to make ends meet. There's crooked politicians and crime in the street, and I'm madder than hell, and I ain't gonna take it no more. We tell our kids to just say no, and then some panty waste judge lets a drug dealer go. He slaps him on the wrist and he turns it back out on the town. But if I had my way with people selling dope I'd take a big tall tree and a short piece of rope I'd hang them up behind a little swing Till the sun goes down Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle Not the law of the land Well, the good book says it So I know it's the truth And I pull an eye and a tooth you better watch where you go and remember where you've been. That's the way I see it. I'm a simple man. I'm the kind of man who wouldn't harm a mouse. But if I catch somebody breaking in my house, I got a 12 gauge shotgun waiting on the other side. So don't go pushing me against my will. I don't want to have to fight you for the darn show. If you don't want trouble, then you better just pass me on by. As far as I'm concerned, there ain't no excuse for the raping and the killing and the child abuse. And I got a way to put an end to all that mess. You just take them rascals out in the swamp. I'll put them on their knees and tie them to a stump. Let the rattlers and the bugs and the alligators do the rest. Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Well, the book says it, so I know it's the truth And I'm for an eye and a two-four-two You better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple man Simple.